0: Started here. Welcome everybody to Yup Realtors episode number four. Hey Thong, are you a Realtor?
1: Yup, I'm a Realtor. Hey Kajua, are you a Realtor?
0: Yup, I'm a Realtor and we are Yup yep Realtors. Realtors. We have a very special guest today and she was Thong's first client and so we have invited her to come on to share her experience
2: with us. Amy, welcome. Would you like to quickly introduce who you are? Hi everybody, my name is Amy and I'm super excited to be a part of the YUP Realtors podcast today. Um, so thank you all for joining us and I'm very excited to share my experience and my story with everyone there Awesome. So then
0: why did we invite Amy? What's uh, the purpose of this whole episode with Amy?
1: Yeah, so this episode we want to focus on why would someone who is Amy's age, who is relatively young, why would they be interested in buying a house? So we're going to talk about like a lot of the decisions that she made, a lot of the things that uh, came up in her mind that led her to be a homeowner at this age. Again, Amy, you're 25 years old, right?
2: Yes, 25.
1: So you're 25 and you got a house, which is pretty remarkable because, again, most people in America at age 25 probably never dream or think about buying homes, you know? Pretty incredible that young people can buy houses and own property. Um,
0: Especially in this market.
1: Especially in this market, yeah. But Amy bought at a good time because she bought at (laughs) last year's market. So it's been eight months now that you've owned a house. You bought it at a pretty good time. That helps too. Let's go with the the first um, the very first question, Amy. Um, growing up, you know, what are what were your thoughts about like being a homeowner?
2: Yeah, I think um, I mean that wasn't in, and in, I, I never thought about that to be to be honest. I think I I feel like I've lived in one house my whole life that I can remember. Um, for the majority part of my time and so i felt like that's where i live and that's the only place i could be um with my parents and my family so never really thought about being on my own
1: yeah yeah that's the thing about a lot of mong folks too is that like mong folks believe that we should stay with our parents and take care of our parents when we get older and while your parents are not that old in a way they still ask you to kind of stay home and you know until you get married and about and stuff like that so how, how what are your opinions about that
2: yeah, and I think that's what makes me really emotional. <laughs>
0: um, it's okay. This was a huge investment on your part. And you worked really hard and you saved up a lot of money to be able to, you know, be financially stable and move out. And so, yeah, I guess, you know, let's kind of talk about like what's making you emotional right now. Like what is surfacing for you this moment?
2: Yeah, um. I think I I always feel like I've always had a um, good work ethic and I credit that to my parents and witnessing them um, work so hard and just the fact that I was able to finally make a big financial decision to um, purchase a home and move out, you would think they would be proud, Um, but I don't think that was the case. Just being a young mom woman, I think my mom used every excuse she could to shame, to guilt, um, and to make me feel bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So Amy, at that time, you,
0: you had sort of three options, right? First op- option would have been to stay home with your parents and continue to save more money. The second option, you could have rented, mm-hmm. right? And then the third option was to become a homeowner. So why did you decide to choose the third option?
2: Um, I think in speaking with my realtor film, I think um, purchasing a home provided more opportunities for me in the future. I think having the option to rent it out in the future or um, selling it again and making a little bit of money back um, and having that towards something else, I think that was a better option for me. Um, And just having the freedom to do whatever you want to that place to make it and feel like it's yours, um, ended up purchasing was a great idea for me and a much better choice then
1: yeah i would agree with that 100 percent. i mean obviously like if you were to rent you wouldn't have all those options you know like like you said you wouldn't have the freedom you know you're kind of stuck in a place you know you got to follow their rules their regulations you can't really be creative in that sense and at the end of the day when you when you pay rent you're just giving it to the, the landlord or whoever you know and, and, and you don't walk away with anything it made sense that those are your uh, opinions
0: well, and I think um we'll talk more about this in you know the next one next episode. But I mean, you pay around twelve hundred, yeah, $1,200. $1,300. twelve, mm-hmm. thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred for two bedrooms, two bathrooms, and two car garage. Mm-hmm. I think if you were to rent, you'd probably be paying around the same.
1: Uh maybe more. Maybe
0: a little bit more, yeah, yeah. because our rental is going for
1: fourteen, fourteen seventy
0: five. And with that. I mean, you you know you've already inquired some equity in this the space within eight left, months, yeah, yeah, eight months, less than a year. So, so I I want to go back to you know how did that conversation started with your parents and how did it go to let them know that hey, you know what, I'm making this decision to
2: move out. Um, I I don't quite remember how that went. I think we were all kind of there in the in the kitchen having lunch, and I think um, you guys were all here and I'm glad my realtor was there too. Um, and then just having you there, um, I don't recall me saying that. I felt like you might have brought it up, um, but, but then I suffered the rest of the consequences afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, y'all don't know, Amy is my younger sister. She's <laughs> the baby, baby girl in the family.
2: So I think just like any typical parents would, they asked, oh, why? Um, and then more for my mom, she was questioning her own parenting skills. Like, was I not a good enough mom for you? Why do you want to leave us? Do you not love us? Um, why would you not use your money to help your parents out? And just things like, oh, you're, you're not married yet, so you shouldn't leave. Um, and that was something that, Kept occurring for months and months and months until I finally just purchased my home and just moved out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So a lot of that came from mom, but what was dad's reaction to you moving out? I think, I think dad tried to put on a strong and brave face for everyone, um, trying to be encouraging at the same time. But, but I don't know. Maybe deep down he was hurt that you know his. Youngest kids were leaving um, because my brother was gonna go with me, and so I think my dad wasn't very vocal about it. But I think it was definitely vocal through mom, mm-hmm. and he he didn't,
0: you know, like he didn't express it directly to you, but he expressed it to her, and then mm-hmm. it just caused a lot of confusion in her mind, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I think you know, like I think she was trying to understand. I think both of them were trying to understand why why would you make this financial move when you can stay with them for free? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty reasonable thing to think about and to ask, right? And then it, the conversation started with that, and then it, it, it kind of came into like, well, you just don't love us. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason that they could come up with. Our kids don't love us anymore. That's why they're leaving us, Right. Mm -hmm. And that was really hurtful to hear that because that is not the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was a very difficult conversation. I know I was there and Thung was there. And we all were trying to explain to our parents, you know, the need to like invest in your future and why this was a smart move. But it was really, really difficult for them to kind of wrap their heads around that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a a philosophy change because I mean, like, Again, like I said, like your parents are not that old, but they're definitely speaking like the generation of my parents who are, you know, 70s and 60s. And, you know, they grew up in a world where, you know, in, in back in Laos where you take care of your parents when they get older and you just expected to stay home. And I think that's the one thing that we've got to change our mindset in America, too, is that, well, you know, we, we got to move out. We got to move out of your your dad's house eventually your mom's house eventually um so yeah i I don't know it was was definitely a tricky conversation with them but uh, i I think it's it's got to happen because you know and 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 people act like we're so far apart in america you know like people cry at weddings now because their their daughter's gonna move away but then they move away like two miles down the road it's like i'm still gonna see you every weekend you know you know it's, it's it's such a strange world that we live in because you know as far as distance we've gotten closer and closer with technology. And yeah, that was one thing that I I, I thought that maybe your parents would understand because they were a little bit, a lot younger that it's not even about proximity you know, anymore. It's, it was about something else. It was about like you building up your own future, your own, you know, kind of like your own portfolio of, of what you could do with, with your money.
2: And and I think dad was trying very hard to understand both perspective, ours, and him and mom's where he was trying to understand that, oh, you know, So like, these are the things that we want to do and, you know, that they should, that he was more willing to let us go, it seemed like, but he was also trying to hold on to his own um, family values where we all should stick together. Um, And considering that Kevin, our youngest brother, was going to move out with me and the thought that, oh, He's the son and he should stay with his parents and have that male responsibility of caring for his parents, but he was also weeping, so um, I think I think Dad tried his best to understand, but I think at the end, you know, I think he, he was hurt too. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it's very different.
2: So, you know,
0: with with what we encountered with our family, do you think that maybe like your friends or folks your age that thought of like hurting their parents is just too much to even like think of having your own independence or like starting your own like financial portfolio because you're even though you understand that and you want that it's like well i feel obligated to live with my parents and and financially help them out do you think that you know folks who are 24 or 25 you know right out of college they feel that sense of obligation to live with their parents to feel that kind of
2: duty. I think so, for sure. And I think for most of my friends and I, our only experience living away from our parents was in the college dorms. And I feel like that was our only way to be apart was because it was school related. Um, and then afterwards, I, I understand, like coming out with student debts and things like that, it, it didn't make sense to go back home and live at home. Um, but I do think that just, the the family obligations and the feelings of feeling guilty if you leave your parents, I think that is a big part as to why, you know, a lot of people my age don't consider moving out, just having that family obligations and things like that.
0: So, you know, now that you've gone through that process
2: and you are eight months removed
0: from, you know, having that conversation, right, like, what advice would you give to young folks who are your age at 25 who are looking to buy their own place?
2: Um, I would say it it is definitely doable and it's something that just you would just feel so much better um, having your own freedom and independence, being able to live as you will and just having a place that's your own and being able to make those choices that you want without anyone having to like guilt you or like make you feel bad and ashamed. And so I, I, I want to say that it is definitely doable, and the conversation is hard, especially if you have parents like ours, um, but I think eventually they do come to accept it, and it just takes time, no matter what, even though they don't express it, you know, they're they're proud that you're able to achieve such, such a big step towards adulthood and, you know, being able to be on your own.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different from, you know, like, how I grew up, you know, because, like, my parents wanted us out of the house no matter what. <laughs> so like when I was 23, my, my mom and dad were pushing me to like, get out of the house and, and they didn't want us to rent. So me and my brother bought our first house early, right right out of college, like, even earlier than you guys did. But the, there was no there's no pressure for us to stay. There's no pressure for us to, again, that's for all from episode, I believe episode two. So check that out. <laughs> you know, the, the story is pretty obvious. They're just like, get out of here. You know, you guys got to grow up, you know. And that's just really different. Kind of mentality. So to to hear that and to see that from other families, it was just like that was weird to me because I but grew I up. I think
0: there's also that gender difference yeah. too, though. Like, right, you know, yeah. Yeah. right, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I they get... would never tell the daughter get out, go live on your own. Yeah, never. I know, I know. I and I spoke I spoke about that too. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to rent mm-hmm. right out of college. I was looking, you know, to rent with one of my my college roommates, mm-hmm. and I was so scared to have that conversation with our parents that I. Just suck it up and got married. <laughs> but you know, like I think, I think also like Amy, you you were very fortunate to have older siblings mm-hmm. who like supported you. So I think one advice is to talk to your siblings first and get them to understand why you're making this financial move, and they can be kind of like the bridge to mm-hmm. to you know like advocate for you. And so I feel like that's kind of what happened in the family that none of us were like, Oh, Amy, you shouldn't move out. All the siblings, everybody supported you. And and then with the knowledge that we had, we really tried to, uh, you know, educate everybody. And so I think if if all of that wasn't in play,
2: I think it would have been possible. Oh yeah, for sure. And and just being that I, I feel like I'm the least vocal in the family, I um it was nice to have people to speak up for me. And I think and I, I feel like I'm almost the least brave as well because I, I you moved out, mom moved out, Paul moved out, um, before me and so, <laughs> so I feel like you guys were able to do it and able to speak on my behalf with that, um, and so it, it was good to have people to support me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I think for, for our young listeners out there, this is something that you are interested in, you know, this is something that I, someone I can talk to you about too, you know, like, of course we're not therapists mm-hmm. we're not counselors but yes. and they won't come to your house to speak to your parents <laughs> <laughs> we're really good at Mong speaking at mom. Um, no but I think we have a good understanding of what our parents want mm-hmm. and and then we have a good understanding of what our young folks need to do right and so I'm really proud of you Amy that you uh, made that decision if you didn't make the decision we wouldn't be having this conversation and so you made the decision to to take this leap and i think you you know you trusted us you trusted thong and you two looked at so many homes and made so many offers
1: (laughs) we'll talk about that in the next episode
0: yeah we will yeah yeah so amy earlier on you mentioned about having really good work ethics and for somebody your age you know can you share with other folks who are in, on the same boat as so you, like, what, what does that look like? And you, you were saving up a lot of money. Did you know that you were saving up for a house? Or or, or what What knowledge did you have, you know, and what was your, like, end goal to work and, like, save up money?
2: Yeah, I think for me, I've I've always had a job. I've always maintained a job ever since I was 13, ever since I was legally able to work. Um and so, just having had that work experience, I knew what it was like, I knew what I was getting into um and then even after even throughout college, I maintained multiple jobs and then um after finishing college, um, I had my full time job as a teacher, but I always maintain a part time job and I think part of that is just you know i I wanted to work hard i um i had a I had a lot of free time, and so i um wanted to utilize that time just to make more money instead of sign money, you know, just for, and I, I didn't know that I was saving for a house. Um, it wasn't like in my radar at all um, until the opportunity presented to itself. But, you know, I, I I feel like I've always witnessed my parents working so hard. Um, and I knew that that was something I wanted to do and I was capable of doing so. I. Have been working ever since I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you mind sharing with the listeners how much money you actually
0: saved up to that point?
2: Before yeah. You purchased? Up to the point um, before purchasing, I think I was a. I saved a little bit um, around. I would say I don't remember the exact amount, but it was in the range of thirteen thousand and fifteen thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. this was two years out of college. college. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Amy did get a full-time job right away Yeah, as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so she was working full-time um, for two years before she made this financial commitment.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And you got a car, mm-hmm. paid down your student loan, and so that's, that's why you got the number, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty good. It's still pretty good.
0: The one thing that my mom has always said to us is, you know, she and I think her reasoning is logical. Mm-hmm. You know, she says that we don't, us mm-hmm. as parents, we don't have the knowledge to, like, you we don't have a, a, a bunch of money to leave you with or to give to you and we can't help you pay your loans but what we can do is we can give you a place to live for free mm-hmm. whereas other folks they have to rent out and you know they're paying a thousand for rent they're paying down their student loans they're paying for their car and so my mom's reasoning which makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me which is something that you know I appreciate mm-hmm. you know Uh, was you live with us for two years and pay up your student loans, you know, save up your money. And that was the only reason why you were able to save that much was because you were not even paying for rent. Right. No, you didn't pay for rent, you didn't pay for utilities, you didn't pay for, like, anything. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of what our parents were so hurt from was they feel as if, like, they just give, 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 give to us, you know, like... They give to all their seven kids and and it got to the point where like everybody was slowly leaving them and they just feel like are we not going to see any of the benefit of us giving to them and sacrificing all of our time and energy and effort for these kids. But I think one thing that home parents, you know, it's like it's hard for them to understand because we're thinking long term here, you know, and we're thinking that we need our own space so that we can really cultivate who we are mm-hmm. because we, we go to college and it's like we're overloaded with all this information of how we should think, who we should be, and we come home it's like the opposite of it's just so polarizing. Yeah. And I think it's so important that young, especially young Hmong folks really need to find a neutral zone, like a neutral space where they can, like you said, like really be who they are and they can go to their parents and... Um, for food or for, you know, whenever they, you know, need to go and have family time, uh, but they can show up at being a professional at their job and then come back and really have a home mm-hmm. and be comfortable and be who they really are. I think that's so important. That's something that our young people are not thinking about and they feel like, oh, it's, it's so much, you know, owning a home is so expensive, but then they they go out, they do the professional jobs and they come back home and it's like so much toxicity at Mm -hmm. home because there's that lack of understanding lack of communication um it's it's hard to bridge two worlds and in one house you know and so you really have to have like separate spaces to really evolve as Mm a as um, a person and so i'm really glad that that transition happened for you and i do see it now eight months later that mom and dad are they're coming around Mm -hmm. to it like they I mean, the fact that when you bought your house, the fact that dad and mom went to go buy, like, those locks, you know, Mm -hmm. to come and install, Mm -hmm. right, help you install at at your house. Like, you guys were changing all the locks and all of that. I was just like, oh, okay. And they bought you the dining table. And they bought you the rice cooker. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, even though they didn't understand it right away and they felt really hurt by it, I feel like that's just kind of what we have to do you know, with our generation here, like, we just have to make the the move, and then, you know, the elders will just continue to, like, see the progress that we're making, and understand later. It's like, you sacrifice at the beginning, you you cry, you get hurt, and then, you know, at the end, everyone's like, okay, you're doing really well right now, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Yeah, and and I don't want to say I I don't I'm not grateful for my parents at all. I, I, I am, I, I greatly appreciate that I had um, a place to stay after college and I was living there rent free. And so that really did contribute to me being able to save a lot to be able to purchase my own home. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't want to discredit my parents and say, oh, they, they had me on lockdown and I had to stay at home. But no, really, um, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, I, I had that resource to be able to. Um, allowed me
1: to purchase my first home all right so how did how do you feel being probably in a way ahead of the game compared to like maybe your classmates your friends like how does it feel and maybe like what would you tell them you know in a way of what things you've learned from just kind of like buying early
2: yeah I mean I I've learned a lot about you know just how to maintain a house like Purchasing my first water softener that was very expensive, drilling holes in my walls, um, just like things like that. Um, taking on the responsibility of changing the filter, <laughs> mm-hmm. things that my dad would typically do. Um, so I've learned a lot and gained a lot of knowledge about just how to maintain a home. Yeah, I think you know it's it's great. I I've been able to really express my creativity, being able to, you know, set up my home the way I like, and just having that personal space for me to want to come home after work. So it's, you know, it's very important um, that we all have that kind of space that's there
1: for us. And then, like, compared to your friends, like, what would you say to them about, like, possibility of, you know, like, getting out there, trying something new? What would you say to them?
2: Yeah, um, that it's definitely scary, (laughs) Um, but I think if you have the means to do it and you're able to keep up with it, then it's definitely a good investment. Um, something great to look into. And I think in the long run, it'll, it'll be very beneficial and helpful. And I know a lot of my friends are in the process of getting married and things like that. And so this is a great opportunity. If you have the financial means to do it, to go for it, it'll definitely be worth it. All
1: right. Yeah. Those are the key words. Yeah. Definitely have the financial means, uh, definitely have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Definitely have, like, stuff down before you, you make this move. Uh, we we do not want people to just buy just to buy, right. you know, and then, like, lose your home or lose your, your wealth eventually. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these are all really good reasons why you bought. I mean, you know, like you, you had a job. You had you had a good sense of work, you know, when you were out of college. You needed a place of your own. You know, it was better than renting. These are all really good reasons why you should definitely buy. And I think that's one thing that we have to – you know, people have to make a decision for themselves. Is that you got to put this stuff in place before you you, you start to buy too. And of course, you had a lot a lot of money saved up, and that was another huge advantage that you had. Um, that maybe people your age, maybe young folks today, might not have. And so, like for the listeners, don't don't just be like, "Oh, I should buy because I'm 28 and you know or whatever." You know, like I'm older than her, I should buy. I'm am behind the game. No, we we don't promote that at all. You got to find all the right reasons, and once you get the the pieces in place. I I honestly would say, yeah, if you got all that down, definitely buy because it's a great investment and and, and it looks like you you know, things are looking up and up.
0: We'll talk more about some of that gains and the second episode here. So all right, I just want to say thank you to Amy for um, coming on and sharing your journey with us. We promote the journey of love through real estate. And for you, it's really the journey of self-love. So, in Yup Realtors, we promote the journey of love. And in your case, it's an excellent example of what journey of self-love for you. Um, and so, I want to thank you for coming on to share your to share your story with the listeners. And if anybody, you know, who resonates with Amy and what she have shared, and she have helped to motivate you in any way to work harder save some more money um you know then we've accomplished this episode and so thank you so much for coming on okay okay yeah. all,
1: all right. right yeah so make sure you guys check us out on yep realtors on facebook and our on gmail yep at gmail.com we work with keller williams integrity realty our team is yep realtors and we'll see y'all peace out
0: all right see ya